Welcome to a new episode of the Sunday Sauce. I'm here with a very special guy, Joe Imperatrice, founder of Blue Lives Matter New York and a New York police officer, current sergeant. Joe, welcome to the Sunday Sauce, man. Appreciate it. I know I've been trying to get you here. You've been busy. <laughs> Unfortunately, you've been busy. Unfortunately, you know, yeah, yeah. been going on, but welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, bud. Um, you know, uh, the reason why I wanted to get you here was uh, well, prior to unfortunately what happened to those two young guys that uh were assassinated by that fucking animal um i just you know it, lately the police morale the police morale has been horrible in new york city all over the country um you know you've been how long have you been running your organization for since uh december 20th of 2014 so seven years so what made you start your organization all right, so I came on January of 2006, and I came out with an individual named Russell Timoshenko. He's another fellow Staten Islander. Right, right. And he actually worked in East Flatbush with me in the 70 Precinct. And I would work day tours. He would work night tours. We'd pass and say hello. My partner was Russian, and him and Russell in the academy were really good friends. And then on uh, January 9th, uh, 2007, Russell was assigned to the 71 Precinct. He was shot and five days later passed away. And even back then, I wanted to do something, but... Being a, a rookie, per se, you, you don't know what to do. And there's a lot of salty people that when you try to give ideas, they're telling you, well, why? They try to deter you. And then fast forward to Detectives Ramos and Lou in December 20th of 2014. I said, enough's enough. And I, I went to Rafael Ramos's wake. It was freezing out. It's December, uh, right around Christmas time. And I see police patches from all over the world. And and when the ceremonies are over, they they went home. It's It was great when you were together, but then everyone disappeared. So... My co-founder, Chris Brinkley, said, well, why don't we come up with wristbands? And the wristbands were to signify that every time you look down at your wrist, you remembered an officer killed in the line of duty uh, and it kept their memory alive. And you didn't have to be a police officer. You could be a civilian to do it. And fast forward seven years later, raised over $2 million. Not one person's on salary. We're all volunteers. Uh, God's got a plan. I go and speak on Fox and Newsmax and all the main platforms. And unfortunately, within the last month, we saw officers Rivera and Mora very similar to Ramos and Lou, respond to a call and, and, and are killed inside of an apartment trying to help a, a mom supposedly arguing with her son. So it hasn't been easy. And, and morale hasn't just, it's not something that overnight has just dissipated. This has been going on since the Obama days. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're going into what, six years, eight years with this nonsense. And mm -hmm. you just hope that it could change. Why do you think, well, you know, we we fast forward, um, we rewind to 9-11, right? Everyone was patriotic, pro, pro fire, pro police, pro military. What what changed? I mean, one, I'm listen, uh, there's been some senseless police killings. We can't argue with that. You know, guys, uh, suspects, you know, died for maybe they didn't have to die. Maybe there was some uses of force, whatever. But um, it, what, why does it always have to come back on the NYPD all the time? Like, why, why does, if, if it happens like in the in middle of America, it always comes back on the NYPD. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Why does this happen? Because of politicians, because it's changed, because whether you were a Democrat or Republican back in the day, they loved their country. They supported, uh, you know, it's, uh, law and order. And that's changed big time. We see people that have been in office for 40, 50 years that shouldn't be there and are trying to go with the new trends like the new AOCs and, and the Cory Bushes. We can't have that. We have to have normalcy. There's nothing wrong with being Democrat or Republican, but we got to toss that out the way and do things for the right reasons. I don't care what the color of your skin is, 
what God you pray to, everyone wants and deserves a safe neighborhood. Correct. Everyone wants prosperity. They want to be able to put food on the table. They want to be able to enjoy life. They don't want to be able to struggle month to month. So if we can get back to just the basics, stop focusing on pointing fingers. And unfortunately, one party seems to um, be a lot more evil than the other. But if we can just get back to humanity, how do we help one another? How do we make tomorrow better than today? I, I think we'll solve that problem. But until then, we're going to keep chasing our tail. I think we feel like we're in like a sick social experiment. Uh, you take the whole George Floyd situation, you know, obviously horrible way. A guy had his whatever. He died. Could have been avoided altogether. Uh, the Democrats automatic to fund the police, to fund the police, to fund the police. Right. Yeah, we tried that. Seattle, a shithole. It's a war zone. Portland, NYPD scaled back. How many, look, even still, where New York City is suffering from the defunding. There's murders are up. I mean, Bill de Blasio single-handedly reversed everything Rudy Giuliani did, and Bloomberg actually kept up. You know, even under Bloomberg, the city was still pretty much, it was fine. It was, you know, flatlined. But de Blasio, in his eight years, just totally, I don't even, I can't even explain what he did, because I was EMS from 2015 till, till about now, and I, you know, I saw it on the streets. You're just getting ridiculous. So, yeah. you know. I'm, I'm completely fed up with it. And I never asked for blue lives to be thrown into this political spectrum. I just wanted to be able to raise money, but it's opened my eyes. God has to have a plan because I don't think any normal human being can be on the pace that I'm at and not have an end goal in sight. And, and I'm telling you right now, there's three and a half more years before I can really change the trajectory of my life. And, and seeing all these people, they're sick. They're sick people. They make you think that they don't like New York City. They don't love America. They don't love humanity. They don't love their neighbor. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, seriously considering what my next options are and trying to assemble a team that wants to make New York City the pinnacle once again. You walk in Manhattan and see, you know, I'm going to talk about my, you know, my, my grandfather is the term you don't use no more. The bums in the street. You know, you see these people back and begging and the, the mentally ill. And mm -hmm. that's all you hear nowadays from the mayors, you know, everywhere. Oh, it's it's mental illness. Mental, but what are you doing to fix it? You being EMS, they throw them in the emergency room. They see them for a few hours and they let them right back on the street. Right back. If out. you wanted to fix the problem, you'd have a, a location where they cannot leave. Well, you really want to rehabilitate them, but they don't want that. And, and, and once again, I watched Batman the other day, The Dark Knight Rises. That is what these sick politicians want. They want insanity. They want New York City to be Gotham. We cannot have it. And there's too many people, I think, that think like you and I that are level-headed that need to step up. They got to stop being afraid. They got to stop talking nonsense and BS on, on social media. Get off your lazy asses and vote. I understand the average person, Joe, you're a moron. It's eight to one Democrat. Yeah, you're right. If every Democrat voted, but not every Democrat votes. If Republicans, True. conservatives, and, and, and like-minded Democrats got off their butt and voted, we would tear this city and this country apart because no one would know what happened. We can do it. Just stop being negative, get your asses out, and vote for people that are going to make your life better. I feel like a lot of these uh, leftist politicians, what they do is like these extreme leftists, like the AOC, the whole squad, whatever uh they really demonize all all police officers um you know my family i have a lot of family as police officers what they really are is human beings when they put that badge on they just want to go to work from you know whatever their tour is do that you know do what they got to do they're not out to 
kill anybody. They don't really want to arrest people. If, if they, right. they don't wake up in the morning and are like, oh, I really got to fucking arrest someone today or I got to shoot somebody today. They just want to do their patrols in their sector and then go home for their eight hour tour or eight and a half hour tour, whatever it is. But these 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 Democrats, it's mostly Democrats, because, you know, I've never heard one Republican say to fund the police ever in my life unless they're, you know, whatever. And um, they, they, they don't know what it is, the job of a police officer. No, no police officer is putting a badge on and putting his gun in his holster and saying, I'm going to kill someone today or I'm, I want to kill someone today. I want to arrest someone today. They're not there to make their job hard. They just want to go to work and go home. They have families. They have they have families to feed. They have to go home to their families. They're not they're not white supremacists. They they like it's 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 the whole this whole narrative is just it's so crazy how it, how it came here. Like I said, in 9/11, we were hugging and kissing hot firefighters and police officers, bringing food to the precincts, and now we're throwing Molotov cocktails in their in their fucking police cars. It's insane. Yep. You know you know who I blame I blame dumb white liberals yes you people are stupid first yes. of all yes if i was a person of color or a black person i had a white person tell me how to live i would tell them to go f themselves mm -hmm. who are you to tell another person mm -hmm. how to live their lives or what they should think right. stop the nonsense you have no clue you you had a a silver spoon a gold spoon in your mouth your whole life stop you're causing the issues and right. i hate to tell you this but the majority of people in minority communities want more cops but they want respectful professional policing they don't want some some renegade in a uniform they don't want someone violating their rights but they want real policing so all you idiot white liberals out there shut up and stay quiet because you're you're ruining society and and, and you're the idiots also that are feeding into the twitter feeds of all these politicians like aoc and liking it and sharing it we need the republican party to wake up we've gotten old you all suck at the top mitch mcconnell yeah you're, you're horrible all right, we have to get younger. The Democrat Party got younger and stupider, but because of the stupid people in office, they actually got smart because people listened to them. We have to get young and smart and push back. You have to make the Republican Party sexy. You have to want people to come in that are young and say, wow, this is cool. I can see this. I, I can get, get onto this. I, I hate the reality TV nonsense portion of it. Just we gotta get, we, we, we need to take this back. If we lose New York City, if we lose Staten Island, we're screwed. The, the, oh, yeah. Island is the last borough holding this city together. I'm not saying there's not good people in other boroughs, but because it's highly Republican out here, we're, we're, we're the only borough. And, and, and I'm getting frustrated, Mike. I'm, the other day, I was so happy today. Walk, driving up Richmond Town the last week, right? Beautiful neighborhood. Garbage everywhere. Garbage <laughs> everywhere. But thank God I saw people on the side of the street today going out there and cleaning it up. That's what we need. We, we, we can't let our neighborhoods go to crap. All right. There's got to be a light at the end of this tunnel, but stop giving up, stop rolling over. And hey, Mike, maybe maybe in four or five years, we actually are able to hear people for the first time in decades say, I'm not leaving New York. I'm coming back. It's great. Instead of what do we hear? New York is a shithole. I'm leaving. We got to change that narrative. I'll tell you what. Thank God for Joe Borelli. Instead, yeah, man. I interviewed yes, him and, you know, me and him talk sometimes. That guy is a saint because that is a true fighter for his borough. And Correct. he is outnumbered in that city council. I feel bad for him because he, he tries very hard. And um, he actually told me that working with working with Mayor de Blasio wasn't hard. And I, I couldn't even believe that. I thought he was like lying to me 
Like he said, he, if he just called up Mayor de Blasio and he needs something done in Staten Island, he would actually do it. And I couldn't believe that. Yeah. I, really, I really couldn't believe it. A, a lot of people say that. They said Mayor de Blasio, honestly, one-on-one was not a bad guy. He was just incompetent. He was just not smart. And, and, and behind the scenes, he was a complete gentleman. But the second he went in front of that camera, all hell broke loose. Because so, he, he had to play to his leftist fucking followers. That's why. Correct. Correct. <laughs> That's why. And yeah. I wish that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so what's the end goal for Blue Lives Matter? You tell me. Well, you know, we have a gala next week. It's a huge gala. We have 500 people at, at Nicotra's Ballroom in Staten Island. We're going to surprise the families of Officer Mora and Rivera with a check. We're splitting it down the middle. We're really, we've raised almost $65,000. And it's not going to bring their loved one back, but it's just a little something to show nationwide people love them. We're honoring Anastasio Sacos, who's the highway yes. cop who yes, ran yes. over. Right. Uh, Louis Alvarez. Louis Alvarez was a fighter for all first responders in front of Congress with John Stewart dying yes. and begging and pleading for, for you know, uh, first responder benefits. So for Blue Lives going forward, it's to remember the heroes that have lost their lives in the line of duty or to continue helping those that have been diagnosed with life-threatening disease. Uh, you know, where, where it goes after the four years, I'm not sure. I'm trying to groom some people because... There's a lot more I think I want to be able to do. You know, Joe Borelli can't be the only person in the city council and, and in New York State and America that's fighting for us. So right. I think Joe needs some 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 friends alongside of him. Um, but we'll see. But Blue Lives, you know, uh, two years ago, we raised $650,000 in 2019 without one person on salary. So we just want to continue doing that. And, and, and for anyone out there that has supported us or came to our gala or bought a shirt or a wristband, thank you. Because without you, we can't do it. And the cops... I'm telling you right now, you don't realize how important it is just to go up and say thank you to an officer. You don't know how important it is for a family of a cop that's been killed, whether it was yesterday or 20 years ago, to, to hear thank you. We still honor your sacrifice. That's what it's about in this crazy world. You don't want them staring in front of a TV while they're riding like they did in Tribeca a few years ago. And that loved one being like, wait, this is why my husband or wife or child lost their life for this? No, no, they lost it for a whole lot more. Right. And, and they saw a vision and, and we have to continue that vision and finish the job that they started. Has any moderate Democrat even came to, do they even support you or is it mostly all just Republicans? Listen, it, Bob Holden, and he kind of annoyed me a little bit, changing from Republican to Democrat, playing the game. You know, he is a Democrat, he's a big supporter of law, law enforcement. Uh, you know, he's a good guy, but him changing parties kind of really annoyed me and upset me because he played into the tune. Mm -hmm. But listen, I, I think a lot of people have come up to me and I never ask you Democrat, Republican. I think, you know, people from all nationalities, they appreciate it. Um, we just got to make sure that we're that pinnacle organization that people look up to. We don't want to get drug into any nonsense. We, you know, want to be as transparent as possible. And we want people to know where their money's going. If you're donating money, you have a right. We're a 501c3 to see exactly what's happening with it. So, you know, we just want to be transparent. What about this Max Rose fellow? What do you think about this guy? I he, think was all, he, he, he was all pro, pro law enforcement. Then he did the whole marching yeah, with the Black, Lives, Black Matter Lives Matter on Staten yeah. Island, the highest yeah, populated yeah. police fire city worker place in the whole city. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah. You, you know what? I think Max got in for the right reasons. And I think he kind of got pulled in the wrong directions for the wrong reasons. I, there's no going back. You know what I mean? I, I, I hate to say it. I think he's going to make a run. I think people, this is the problem with New York City and Americans nowadays. We're not that bright because they forget things like that, that Max Rose did. And you have to remember what these politicians are doing because they're making your neighborhoods less safe. A lot of them don't give a damn. A lot of them don't care what you're doing when you put your head on your pillow at night. The goal of a politician is your safety. It's the constituents 
in their neighborhoods and their jurisdictions to feel safe. A lot of these people don't do that. And if they can't put that first, you can't vote them in. Stop going out there and voting down party lines. I hate to tell you, that's coming from me as a, as a Republican. Not all Republicans have your best interests in mind and not all Democrats have your best interests in mind. Go line by line of who that individual is. And you're better off not voting at all than just to vote like this last election. How many people said, I don't like Trump, so I'm voting for Biden. But do you like Biden? No. You just screwed yourself and everyone else because you're paying higher tax prices. Our, our national security is out the window. I don't know how we haven't gotten a terrorist attack, to be honest with you, being an active police officer. It's, it's, I'd rather you sit home and not vote if you don't like the candidates than go and vote in spite because you're not just hurting me or Mike, you're hurting yourself. Just get smarter, people. Get smarter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. Have you seen, um, I mean, I always read in the post and whatever, but is it really true an influx of officers are leaving the um, New York area? Is that is that true? Yeah, yes. And I, I know several that have moved to uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida. Texas. You know what it is? And, and people don't realize being on the outside in, Mike, is we're losing experience sooner or later. And, and, and the police departments, even New York City, it's like a roller coaster, right? Mm -hmm. We're at a low. And I think we're going to slowly start ascending under Mayor Adams. Are we going to get all the way up there? I really don't know because um, we're at such a low point. But when we lose these officers with experience, you're losing so much more. There's going to be a day that law enforcement goes back out there and cops start locking up people like it's nobody's business. But who's going to teach them? These guys that are climbing the ranks that never put their hands on people, don't know how to write a report, don't know how to write a summons, don't know how to do arrest paperwork. We got to think about this because there's going to be a time we're going to need people that are smart that really love this police department and are going to do it the right way. Otherwise, they're going to be doing a disservice to the communities. What's the what's the general consensus on Mayor Adams between uh, the new between the the uh, police departments in New York? What would you say? I think it's like walking on thin ice because you don't know. You know, in my opinion, him being a police captain and being a state senator and borough president. If he does it right, he could be a force to be reckoned with because you've got the police side, you know what police officers need and what their job entails and how it can go bad quick. But then, you know, also from the senator side and borough president, what people want from their communities all around. Mm -hmm. So if he marries it together properly, I, I think he'd be a great big problem is if the Democrat Party sinks their teeth into him and pulls them more to the left. Correct. That's where we're going to have a problem. So I think everyone, including the police department, is more walking on ice because we really don't know how deep that ice is and what direction we're going to go. Do you think he made the right move making anti-crime uniformed or do you think they should stay undercover? Listen, I don't understand this with the police department and, and, and I love Trump because Trump used to say, why are we having our military telling the enemies what we're doing? Exactly. Why exactly. are we as police officers, and I'm not disrespecting the mayor in any way, mm -hmm. but why are we going out there and putting neon signs on us saying, Correct. hey, we're wearing jeans, but we have a baseball cap that says NYPD. We have a vest that says police. What are we doing? Right. The bad guys have not gotten softer. The bad guys have gotten more vicious mm -hmm. and actually have gotten dumber because the OGs, those are the guys that knew what they were doing. It was a game. They knew that the cops were coming for them. And if we didn't get them, so be it. They won for the day. These young kids have no regard for anybody. No. That's why you're seeing illegal guns pop up. It's not so much more gangs. It's just well, kids being so brave. It's, it's bail reform. Is the, the, that's it, a big part of it. That's the big part of it. They know they get caught with a gun. They're out before their, their soup is, is cold. So, they, you know, that's it. I mean, you know, um, and, and, and for everyone out there, it's not just anti-crime. You need think about it this way as a car. It's nice to have the shell. But mm -hmm. if you don't have the exhaust or the engine or transmission, what good's a car, right? Exactly. We need all different things. People need to stop focusing on anti-crime. Yes, they're the best of the best. They go out there and get guns. But we need 
homeless outreach officers out there to help the guys that are mentally ill to focus on the trains and the people on the streets. We need conditions units. You'd be surprised how important conditions officers are. Stopping the small stuff, stopping somebody for drinking or peeing in the park, and they want it for a rape or a robbery or a burglary. Or they have they a have gun on them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, so, yep. so so, there's so much more. So if you put all these units together and put them back on the street, community policing, the NCO program was just a name that they put out there. They, they tried saying, hey, look what I did. Go back to CPOP, community policing. I have two guys walk up and down the block in a neighborhood. They're responsible for it. We, we, we got to go back to understanding there's things that worked in the past. And if we marry that with what happened in the future, an old school vibe with a new school feel, we're going to be good. Stop reinventing the wheel. If we stop reinventing the wheel, we're going to be okay. Well, you know, that's, I love all that stuff, but you know, most people leftists will say uh, broken windows is racist. You can't do that stuff. Yeah. Can't do that stuff. So, you know, that's, that's uh, unfortunately. You know what, Mike, Mike, I, I want to say something to that. And, and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. For all those people out there, cops, when they hear a radio transmission, they, they hear a voice. They don't get to hear who the victim is, Correct. what color their skin is, what religion they believe in, man or woman. So for every moron out there that tries to degrade the cops and say they're racist, officers don't choose what calls they go to. They go there unequivocally. They don't take sides and they race to a scene to help somebody that's calling for help. So for every moron out there that says that cops are racist, stop. That that narrative is, is dying. You're beating a dead horse. And it's not facts. And not enough officers are coming out there. And even chiefs, you know, they, they, I don't know what happened to them. Why even get a star if they're not going to stand up for their cops? They need to go up there and say, that's not true. This mm -hmm. has nothing to do with being racist. They're responding to a call. They don't choose who the victim is. And they're doing their job great. That's same, what we got to focus Same on. thing in fire and EMS. And, and, it, and it long goes with the vaccination, too. Do you think the person calling for help really cares if we're vaccinated or not? Correct. No, I don't think so. If they're shot, no, if they're if they're getting raped, do you think they really care? <laughs> I think no. they care. No, of course no. not. They don't care. No, no, it's very ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. But uh, they're dropping the vaccine mandates, so you know, because <laughs> midterms are coming up. So yeah, it's a coincidence. And 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 you know, Kathy Hochul. And listen, Cuomo was a mess, but you always got to be careful what you wish for because now you got this dope in there. And please be mindful of who's running for governor. Because she is not there to be your friend and make New York State better. It's just a coincidence that she drops the mask mandates and here we are and we're all running for friggin' office once again. Mm. If, if anyone out there, by no means, I've had COVID twice. I have one of the shots. You know, I got the J&J. &J. Mm. I'm the last person to say that it's fake. COVID is real. Oh, it's not COVID fake. Still it's not fake at all. You know no, I mean? of course not. No, it no, makes no. people sick. Mm -hmm. I got my ass kicked from it. Mm -hmm. But you can live a normal life as long as you're safe, just like anything else in American history. So please stop focusing and listening to these people. Stop being sheep. And for the love of God, if you want to wear a mask, God bless you. But stop wearing it as a fashion statement under your chin, under your nose. Stop being that idiot that's going out there and breaking balls when you're not even wearing it right. Either wear it right or take it off. I don't care what you do. If it makes you happy, do it. But, but do it the right way, man. Yeah, no, listen, listen. As far as I know, if celebrities are out, partying covid's over man i mean like i'm just it's just like the covid rules obviously covid is going to be here forever but the whole mandates and the draconian lockdowns we're, we're done we're yeah. done with this we're done go back to normal life we have the tools this isn't 2020 anymore we got pills we got vaccines we got monoclonal antibodies we got it all that's it we're done let's go back to normal life fuck it we're done with this stuff we're done i agree we should move forward but listen, Joe, you're the best, man. Where do we go to find Blue Lives Matter? 
All right, guys, social media, Facebook, Blue Lives Matter, hyphen NYC, at Blue Lives NYC on Twitter. My name, Joseph V. Imperatrice on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, drop us a line. Once again, we got a couple days. We got our, our gala on March 12th. If you guys want to come, you're going to see families for, from 30 years ago that, that we're still honoring. And that's what we got to do. We're honoring Love Joe that. Piscopo, Paul Toodle Sr. for Orange County Choppers. Grant Stinchfield for Newsmax is going to be there. We got Joey D'Onofrio, uh, act that was in the Bronx, telling a bunch of other stuff. So, listen, we got people that support our cops. We're going to have a great night. And above all, we're going to remember our fallen heroes. Love that. All right, Joe. Thank you, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you, buddy. Take care. See you.